and welcome to today's show. Up until about 90 seconds ago, I had little idea what we were going to talk about. So here we are. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Eric Chase, it's Bethany, it's 301 in good old Podcastville. Hello. Hello. Yeah, there were some... Uh, Let's call them what they are. We had some uh, we had some listener feedback, i.e. complaints, about Maddie last week. What do you mean complaint? People were, uh, so they had a hard time listening to the podcast because Maddie was trying to participate the whole time. So. Wow. Haters. Uh, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I apologize to the listeners. It's okay. It's okay. Um, some things to get to. Some things to get to. Um, so, uh, yeah, t- my day has been weird. So, I've been getting B12 shots. Are you familiar with that? Not me getting them, but what, what they are? Uh, no. Some, something about, like, your energy level. Yeah. It's supposed to, like, boost your, uh, boost your energy or something. Yeah. And if these don't work, so I've had three so far and I have to get another Monday and then they're like every other month or something and then I'll get retested and I had so I guess you've got to be at 300 and my level was at 170 it was low um it's just your b like the level of b12 in your system yeah and um my doctor said it often vegans often deal with it because you get a lot of b12 from from meats but I don't have that issue. But he also said there's an there's an autoimmune disorder where your stomach doesn't properly process the mineral or vitamin, so therefore you need the injections. Um, point is, I'm kind of exasperated not knowing will I wake up with any energy or will I be lethargic. Like yesterday, it was weird. I, I never wake up well, but once I got moving, had a super energetic day. Like I was bouncing off the walls. Today... I was going to go to the gym even after I stopped by to see uh to to Maddieville, but didn't happen. I just I felt like I was pushing a bus. It sucks. So, does it have anything to do with like your iron levels or is it something completely different? Um the reason I ask is because my mom is anemic and she they're still trying to kind of diagnose the situation, but basically um they discovered after this had probably, I mean, she's kind of been a level of anemic her whole life, but it started to get really bad um, in her recent, you know, over the last 10 years, maybe. And so what's happening is that her body is not absorbing iron, I guess, in is the best way I can describe it. So she has to go and get iron injections. Um because if she tries to take like an iron supplement or something like that, A, it's not enough, and B, like her body is not absorbing it yeah, correctly. Like- so she has to get <clears throat> injections of iron. And that's the same thing. Like she she can't stay awake for the life of her. Like she's always so tired. She gets sick easily, like all this stuff. And so I didn't know. Like I, I had heard you say that, and I was like, I wonder if that is anything – to do with iron or if it's just B12 is like something completely different, but it sounds like a similar situation. 
Uh, yeah, and I wouldn't. And maybe they're cousins of one another. But yeah, like my, my doctor said, you can take all the B12 you want, and your stomach's probably just not going to process it like with what you described with your mom. Um, I would just like it to kick in now. And I'm not tired like I could take a nap because I would love to take a nap. Maybe 20 minutes of sleep would, you know, boost me back into some energy. But I, I'm not tired to take a nap. I'm just tired to do things. Well, you're not today. much of a, a good sleeper anyway, to begin right. with. And that's probably the other part of this. Not sleeping well um, just compounds the problem. But uh, it's funny you bring up the iron thing because Amanda has to get those. And there's an insurance thing. But we'll, we'll get to Amanda's struggles in a moment. Um, so, yeah, I had a crummy day. But it was a delight seeing your little bouncy baby. Yeah, she, she has since woken up. Although she's pretty... She's pretty pretty mellow today. I took her to work and she even like she smiled a little bit, but she was she was like all business today and then she got on this kick of playing with soy sauce packets. Okay. Because they must have recently gotten Chinese for lunch or something. And so there were uh, soy sauce packets on the table and she was she thought those were the the best thing ever. They they entertained her for a good hour. Did she didn't pop them open, did she? No, she just played with them in her hands. Let's uh let's start with a junk food thing. So the other day Amanda ordered camp- campus poly eyes and it's the first time I've ever tried their breadsticks. Have you? They're very very good. Um have you ordered from the Toledo one? I have not. I the only time I had it was in Bowling Green. Um I have not had it since they moved up here. I ironically enough because you would think once it came up here I I would eat it more but I I don't. Mostly because I, I forget it's there, but me, me too. They're not like in my rotation of of places. There was somebody on Toledo Reddit who was taking issue, at least with the service at Stubborn Brother um, the other day, and I've I've eaten in there once. And come to think of it, they actually kind of did botch the order, but the manager corrected it. And I guess they maybe they have a lot of server issues there. But, I haven't been there yet either. Uh, order, please order the pizza from there because the the crust, like the east the East Coast style crust, is is the truth. But I have heard it's very good, so I need to is. try it. Them, Mama Mary's, and if I can get big slice, like that's my rotation. But I need to involve Campus Poly Eyes in that. And I was talking with Amanda last night. Um, she asked me if I like Italian food, and um, yeah, fine. Like uh, Italian food is like on par with tacos. Like who who doesn't like Italian food? But I, it's not my carb of my carb of choice to for go to. Um, and she's like, "Well, my family's not going to like you." I'm like, "Okay, they don't live here, so that's fine." And then she asked me if I like strom. <laughs> she asked me if I like stromboli, and I do like oh, stromboli. Yeah. My mom used to make it when I was a kid. Now I'm sure she made the frozen box kind, but I've ordered it from places before. Um, the stromboli from Home Slice was interesting. I love stromboli. Me too. And it got me thinking. The Campus Poly Eyes breadsticks is kind of a cousin or sibling of a stromboli, no? No, I would agree with that. Because I feel like a stromboli is like a pizza stuffed breadstick pie. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, like, I, some people prefer their pizza to be very thin crust. They'd rather have the sauce and the toppings. I want pizza that is 80% bread <laughs> with a little bit of sauce and topping. So that I think that's why I like stromboli so much is because it's, it's dope. It's like, 
With, it's, with, yeah, it's with, all doughy. It's with good. pizza stuff, with the pizza sauce and cheese and toppings wrapped inside. So I mean no ill will towards Campus Polyize, but I do have a different outlook on it now. Ever since Amanda was like, do you like Stromboli? I was like, that's just a, a Campus Polyize breadstick. So are you a Pizza Popolis fan? Um, that's all bread. Yeah. I, I feel like I haven't had great service or enjoyed my experience when I've gone to Pizza Popolis. You have to wait a while for them to make those I'd, pizzas. Yeah, and I think, I, like, I would rather go to Home Slice. Home Slice is my jam. Oh, you muted yourself because she's getting whiny? Yeah, I don't want the fans to get mad. It's fine. Give her uh, give her, give her the nipple or something like that. Why was she talking this morning when I was there? And it was like, Elmo hug! Because she had just woken up. Yeah, she was super. Uh, she was super not with it. So I get it. Is that how you and you and Josh wake up? Are you like that? No, I'm pretty. I can wake up and go. Like I, I don't know if I would necessarily call myself a morning person, but I can definitely like get up and go. I'm I'm good. But uh, and Josh is the same way. Um, he'll, he'll get up and go. While we're talking food stuff, let's keep down that path. So, and I don't want to disparage anybody, but we can speak some truths. So there's a, so I guess Burger King is looking, they were asking us here for some creative ways to um, lure employees. And this is a very challenging time to do it because everybody's hiring, like literally everybody. I just came across um, the Zeph Center was promoting an Ohio Means Jobs parking lot job fair with all the big employers from the area, all the names that people know. There's Mercy, there's Toth, uh, there's Dana. And now is the time to, to pounce on high wages because once again, once the extended unemployment runs out, there will be less jobs, less wages, and more workers. So don't wait too long to get a job. But can you think of any way to um, to make any fast food job appealing? I, I would guess you, because to me, those jobs are always for high school kids, maybe a college job. Maybe you're older and you want to take the management route, but and, and at least, because there is a difference, and I think we're losing this with all the discussion and dialogue that's going on with, you know, a living wage and all that stuff. Because there is a big difference between a job and a career, and a job shouldn't pay you a living wage, per se, unless you've made it a job because you just, you hate it, it hates you, and you stick it out. But what could make some fast food places um, appealing for whoever they're trying to attract, in your opinion? that's hard I mean I I've worked in a restaurant but I've not worked in a fast food place um I guess like I don't know if it's already a policy that you get like free food or you get like some kind of family friends discount where you can share that then with um people you know like some kind of incentive as far as like food or coupons or you get so many free meals or something like that i saw five um, i saw five guys doing that um the one next to the new duncan and mommy they're hiring it's like 11 dollars an hour free food i mean those seem to be like bare minimum perks my idea that i passed along uh here at work trying to help the burger king situation was like, I don't know if anybody ever desires to work in fast food. Um, it is it is a job. 
But if you're going to take the career route and be a manager and a regional manager, fine. I've, I've met some of those people. They're nice. They make good money. I guess the company takes care of them. But you got to get, there's a long way to that level from, you know, working the register. And I was like, how about this? Take the TikTok route. Tell people to come make TikTok videos here. And in between, you shovel some fries. Because I just can't see for any, like, low-level job these days why kids that go to TSA would want to work them when they can just sit online and maybe make some money. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a gritty job. I feel like places like Chick-fil-A are kind of an anomaly because they, I think just the work environment is different. I mean, let's be honest. Like if we, if we all felt like a fast food place was a great work environment. We'd all be know, doing it. Then we'd all be doing it. But yeah. we, we are pretty sure it's going to be dirty and greasy and. The shittiest of customers. Right. And not nice people. So just the environment doesn't do it any favors. So I don't, I don't know other than, you know, catering to the people that can afford to hold that job, AKA students, like high school students, college students. Um, I don't, you know, other than catering to their need to eat and feed their friends and, um, you know, I don't I don't know if you offer so many days off or something like that. Like, I don't know. I th- And I think it's hard for me to say because I'm not like I'm not in their realm of people that they would be catering to. No, I get it. And, and a lot so I don't of, know. A lot of these jobs that have come for con- under contention and scrutiny are there that's what they are they're just jobs and the world is more expensive there's all the inflation stuff but i am i am not an economist at all um so i'm glad to see some of these places paying more and not to have this discussion now um not to be super heavy on a Friday, but some of these jobs, like if you are a completely replaceable person, you're not going to get paid great. But that's why it's not earning your dues. It's just your first job when you're 17, where someone other than your parents can manage you and your responsibilities and you make some, some money about it. It's not supposed to be your life. And hey, maybe it is. Maybe you actually really like working there and you're the person that they pick for the management program. But you're just supposed to be there to learn some responsibility, be on time, have a job. Um, that That's why I take some some issue. I, I forget the word I'm looking for. I take some umbrage with some of the shouts and screams for pay a living wage. You're 17. Uh, you don't need a living wage. Now, if you're 31, there could be circumstances that put you in that job and Maybe you shouldn't have taken that job in the first place. Look for another job. And then you get into systemic things like why don't you have the skills and stuff like that. But I, to, to zoom out, I think it's important to remember for a lot of these jobs, like I know the Monettes, they did a great video. And I think uh, Mark over there said they're paying $15. Like we would have strangled somebody to make, like if you're doing adjusted for the time and inflation, if we would have been offered $10 to work at Monette's when we were 16 or 17, we would have killed the employees to go work there. $15 to work at Monette's, which seems like a great place. Like, Oh my gosh, absolutely. Like I remember when minimum wage was like $5. Yeah. Yeah. And and I get it. Things things are more expensive now, but when you're 17, uh, your costs aren't what they are when you're 30. Like you're not worried about inflation for the most part because yeah. What you're paying for gas at 17 is not that different from when we were doing it. Yeah. And 
I guess it's more, it's more so me, like more about the compensation. Like if you're, if you're working a job that's heavy labor intensive. Amazon. Um, yeah. Like something like that. Like you need to be compensated for that. You can't be making minimum amounts of money when you're physically exhausting yourself. But the problem is um, that it's very replaceable work. Like we can find a lot of people to do that. Uh, yes and no. I mean, does somebody want to go to, to well, work and bust that. their butt every day? You know, you know what I mean? That, that's like what, everyone could do it. Not everybody wants to do it. No, I get it. It's, and that's why I don't really, I don't love the complaints about Amazon. I get it. Some of the, some of what they ask for you is, is, is wild, like time on task and all that stuff. But for the most part, you know what you're getting into, especially since this has been a, the rhetoric around them and the narrative for maybe 10 years now that it's almost like a sweat factory. You'll get paid well, but you're going to be tired and it's not for everybody, but that's why they do pay you better than some, some other places, but you are replaceable in many ways. And maybe that, that become, that's the thing because it, there's not necessarily education involved. There's just body parts, but that, that's why I always tell people like you have the right, you you have the privilege and power to say, no, I, I won't do this. And when you, when you're t- when you're doing a job interview, if you they don't teach this in school, you are also encouraged to ask questions. You know, what are the expectations? What will it be like? Um, what will I have to carry? And all this other stuff. So there, and if there are surprises, you can walk away from that job if you don't feel like you're being compensated fairly. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I think we we have to be people need to be mindful of inflation. But I don't think that we need to, like, jump minimum wage by $5. Well, you know what I, I mean? Like, I, I think everything just needs to be comparable to what it takes to, to live bare minimally, you know. And, I mean, some work, again, some jobs can be, just aren't worth paying that much. Because, again, you can find other people to do it. And, again, that, that can be a, a hairy, thorny, very gray area. Um, And there is far more power tilting towards employers now. And you can say that they've been evil and set it up that way. But that's the game. And you just have to be better at playing um, the game as best as you possibly can. Um, Some fast food things. Did you what what has been a hard and fast rule at McDonald's for as long as we've been alive? Like. What do you what do you mean? A hard and fast rule at McDonald's. There are like, certain rules at McDonald's. Um, it's a, it's a <laughs> wash ha- your hands after you go in the play place. That's <laughs> it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean like McDonald's. Like McDonald's has a rule that, and it, and it, and it's about their food that they serve. Does that help? No. <laughs> if you walk in there, and I don't know what time they do it anymore, but whether it's ten o'clock or eleven o'clock, if you walk in, we'll, we'll say that it's it's ten a.m. If you walk in there at ten o one, your ass is not getting a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit and hash browns. Oh, That's, absolutely not. They shut that. They watch it to the tenths of a second. Correct. Like that. Like that. We all know that about McDonald's. That's why we were so delighted. What six seven years ago when they opened up an all day breakfast menu, which we've been asking for for years. And if you paid attention, you saw that um, it's because they the way they set the kitchen up, it would have been more expensive to have all that stuff going at one time. So somebody, I think in England where Philip lives, some some dude robbed a McDonald's. The usual stuff goes in, asks for the money, blah blah blah, and then he also asked for chicken nuggets. The problem was. 
it was still breakfast. So, not a very bright robber. Um, if you're gonna rob McDonald's and you're gonna at, you're gonna ask for or take some food to go, know what time of day it is. If it's three o'clock, you're not gonna be able to ask for certain breakfast items. If it's nine o'clock, you're not gonna be able to get chicken nuggets, but you can probably get all the hash browns you want. Or better yet, don't rob McDonald's. Did I ever tell you uh, the story of when I was in a McDonald's that was being robbed at gunpoint? No, share please. You you bury all the best stories. <laughs> So, this was, I mean, years ago, probably eight years ago. Yeah, probably eight years ago. And we had just, I was with the Afro-Caribbean Ensemble, the TSA kids, and they had just performed, I think it was at the museum. Wait. And so I had to feed them because it was their lunch hour. Hold on, let me let me uh, do a quick quick traffic report and we'll come back, okay? Sit tight. Okay. One accident to pass along, it's Heather Downs at Reynolds Road. It's an injury, so it might be tied up there for a while. Avoid the area if you can. That's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. All right. Come back with the uh, McDonald's story for me, if you would. Okay. So we had just played at the museum. I had to feed them because they missed their lunch hour, and we run them through McDonald's. And it was probably 12 kids and myself and their other instructor. And we go through the line, we let them sit inside and we're sitting like in these booths and all of a sudden this one kid goes, that that guy looks like he's about to come in here and shoot us. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, that, that dude looks like he's gonna come in here and rob the place. And I'm like, you're crazy. Now mind you, we did go to the McDonald's at Doran Collingwood. So we should have expected oh something God. was going to go down. And so at sure, sure enough, this guy comes across the parking lot and walks in and goes right up to the register with his little uh, shoot 'em up gun. <laughs> and shoot 'em up he, gun. It was very, it was very quick. It was very quiet. Um, I was terrified and I just told all of the children in my eyesight uh, with my lips to not move. And, uh, yeah, they, they came in, they robbed it. I mean, I think they maybe got a hundred dollars because you go to McDonald's for the dollar menu. It's not like they're going to be pulling twenties out of the register. Can I say, wait, wait, let me jump in real fast. I thought about this as well. Like when you rob certain places, you're not getting a lot of money, but to that person robbing the place, it might be a lot of money. I, okay. Maybe. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it was, it was very traumatic. We had to go straight to the counselor's office when we got back. Um, but luckily, like he didn't like no shots were fired or anything. But it was just knowing that that was happening like ten feet from us was was pretty scary. Um, so yeah, to answer what was the question? Oh, uh, maybe he wanted frozen nuggets. That does. I mean, no they weren't they <laughs> they weren't cooked nuggets. But I would have given him a bag of frozen nuggets and said, uh, "Here you go, take them home. I get it, and do what you want." You're. You're you're robbing a place, and unless you're a seasoned thief, I'm sure your adrenaline is pumping and you're sweating. Like you're using up a lot of energy. So you're like, you know what? The only way that I'm gonna make the best getaway I possibly can is to is is to have some energy, to have some fuel in the tank. Give me them nuggets. And it just didn't work out his way. They did catch him though, by the way. I mean, if I was McDonald's, I'd be smart about it and come up with some campaign slogan about how nuggets are are worth more than gold, you know? How, well, he robbed them for money. He just wanted nuggets to go. 
And that's the I other mean, another thing. What what a pretty hard and fast rule for most drive through places. You can't change your order at at the window. But I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go through the effort of going in there and robbing this McDonald's, you could you could ask them for anything, but you ask them for nuggets. That says a lot about McDonald's nuggets. Are McDonald's nuggets that good? I know people. Well, what do people like at McDonald's? Nuggets. Do they? The chicky nugs. Okay, I chicky thought, nugs. Okay, I thought uh, fantastic. Fair enough. So you rank their chicky nugs more than Wendy's, Burger King, and whoever else? Uh, I would say McDonald's chicky nugs and Wendy's spicy chicky nugs are about at the same level. Okay, I know people lose their 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 everything when Wendy's does spicy nugs. Like, oh, they're back. Oh, like. Spicy nugs are great, and I don't like spicy, but I like the spicy nugs only because I can dip them in the sweet and sour sauce. And then it like cancels out the spiciness a little bit. It's very okay. like sweet and spicy. Highly recommend. Um, do you have Mother's Day plans? Yeah, this is your first Mother's Day. It is my first Mother's Day, and I didn't know it was next weekend until today or yesterday. And I was like, oops, I have no plans. I have no plans. I have not done anything for my mother. I have not done anything for Josh's mother. I- I got nothing. Well, last Mother's Day was canceled because of the ferocity of COVID. This is your first Mother's Day. Um, So you're going to have to do something. And are are you coming over next Saturday night? I haven't. I've taken, like, attendance, and I think it's you and uh, and, uh, the other is invited. You, Alex. Maj says she's in. My old neighbor, Matt. I think your sister, Juliana, is going to come, and Proctor will be there. (laughs) So are you intending to come? I know you said you've got something going on in the early evening. I'm I'm planning on coming. Uh, it's Josh's our nephew's birthday, but I haven't heard any plans yet. So okay, um, so I think early is Amanda this- coming? Do we get to meet Amanda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, she she thinks she's like your birthday party. I'm like, no, it's a weekend. You didn't have Pierce. It's kind of like your birthday party. It's not. Um, it's just you can coinc- make it Josh's birthday party. Cause Perfect. Perfect. It'll be Josh's birthday party and, awesome. a, and a Mother's Day for all the ladies because everybody's a mom or cat dog mom of some kind. So, um, all right, good. I'll, I'll throw out some directions or suggestions early this week. Um, but happy early Mother's Day. I was thinking about this. It's one of the, and my friend Dorothy at Good Grief, who I think you know a little bit, yep. um, we, we've talked several times now how... There's the Matthew McConaughey line from what True Detective, like time is a flat circle. Time has been a squiggly line and a flat circle since last March. Like in yeah. in two ways, it's it's flown by at like outer space warp speed levels, but it's also moved really slowly. It's been um, quite a dichotomy. So I I was like, is this Bethany's first Mother's Day? Like. So Maddie's six months old, but is it possible she had almost seven months now? But is it possible that Bethany was a mom last Mother's Day? I'm like, no, 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 this has to be the first Mother's Day. So happy early I mean, Mother's Day. I was Day. pregnant, right. but I wasn't a official mom yet, so it didn't count. Happy early Mother's Day for all that <laughs> stuff next weekend. Um, speaking of Maddie stuff, and it's a bit dramatic, um, and I, I've always sympathized with people before. But especially over the last couple of days and last night when I, I stumbled onto care.com because Amanda is looking for child care for her son and mm-hmm. it's a struggle. Obviously, he's autistic, so there's some extra experience 
encouraged, needed, welcome. Um, Why doesn't Floyd just did, become his his Manny? Well, that's for what some girl on care.com, she's like, that's $2,000 a month. I was like, for $2,000 a month, I'll watch him. Um, <laughs> right, no doubt. But I, and I knew that it's been a challenge before. And I have also been curious how people have just gotten into it. And this is part of the, I need a living wage because childcare has been so expensive. And I was trying to put these pieces together actually earlier this week. Like, wh- where did this all come from? And I, and I guess it's because up until the 80s, Mom stayed home. Um, and I remember my mom went to work and I was a latchkey kid. And I guess over the last yeah. several decades, there's less moms staying at home. Everybody wants to work for a variety of reasons. So that has caused the the need um, for childcare and the cost of that and the demand to go up. So it's extremely, I mean, it's got to be at least a car payment for some people. So what are your experiences early on trying to find childcare? It childcare is astronomical, and there's there's a couple factors. One, not not only um, did I mean there were maybe more stay at home moms, but I also feel like grandparents were retiring earlier, and they were able to be a babysitter. Um, like I know for a lot of like myself and my friends that are in their thirties and and have kids that, that need babysitters. Like our parents are still working. Yeah. There's no, like retirement is not in their, in their recent future. Great point. Um, So I'm guessing that's another factor that there's less grandparents who are retired that can watch them. Let me, let me throw some calculus in there to it. I've noticed, um, like when we were kids, like all grandparents were old. Now grandparents are like 51. So they're definitely working. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there's a lot of grandparents who are in their 40s because you know Toledo's getting their things in, but it's also just a societal thing. But yeah, you're right. That that also lend, lends a lot of credence to the fact that grandparents aren't retired because my grandfather was retired. He picked me up from school. My grandma yep. had eventually retired because she was a, a teacher. Um, yep. Yeah, that like that was built in daycare. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. And I, I don't know why there's like this. this weird phenomenon where childcare is now like requiring applications and college degrees. Like I, I called to watch a kid five, just, just to, to get your kid into the place. Like I called probably five different daycares and not only did they have waiting lists, but it was like a waiting list for two years from now. Yep. And I go, well, what? what like i i need somebody to start watching my kid next month and it was like no we have a waiting list for you know two years in the future and i'm going what what like not only are you going to charge me upwards of 300 dollars a week to watch my kid but now i have to like apply two years in advance like are people supposed to apply to a daycare that they don't even have a kid growing in there yet like i just i don't I don't understand how that works. I mean, I know that there's a lot of kids and they need childcare. And, you know, if you, if you want to get into these places that are higher rated, it's just, it's insanity. I don't understand it. And then like, if if you're lucky, you can find a place that will only charge you for, um, the days that you go, but there are some childcare services that it's like, you're paying, 
it's almost like you're paying rent whether whether you're living there or not like yep. whether your kid goes two days or five days a week you're paying the same amount it's just it's it's insane and i don't i don't understand why it has to be so expensive and so elitist there's a um i mean because nobody because you can pay through them there's nothing people will pay more for than making sure their child is taken care of. You'd rather yeah. drive in a dangerous car or live without a roof than make sure um, your child is is in good hands. I read an article and I was able to pull it up here in time um, that opened my eyes to a lot of things um, about how broken it is. Let me throw a couple sentences here. Uh, child care is my second mortgage. I'm lucky that I don't have student loans because there'd be no way for me to pay for those plus what I'm paying for two kids. Um, The cost of care places an unsustainable burden on parents working to hollow out the middle class and close it off to lower or working class parents. But the wages keep many practitioners teetering on the edge of poverty. There was something else in here as well um, about a fix for it. And I forget what it was. Like, I think it might have been like a stipend for child care or government assistance for child care in the same way that there is for student loans. But I, yeah, I mean, I, there are a lot of companies that um, are incorporating childcare into their business. Like, I'm sure, you know, Google, Apple, some of these other like startup type technology companies, like they have childcare in the building um, to to make it more of an incentive to work there. It just, it's yeah, it's hard because there's your hands are tied in the fact that someone has to take care of your child. Like you can't just leave your kid at home. It's not like a dog where you can put him in the cage and come back eight hours later. You could like, if you, if you want to have a kid, someone has to watch it. Um, and it can either be you and you lose an income or you have to make up that income to pay for the child care. It's just, it's insane. So it's it's and it's it's interesting. It's broken on both sides in a way, which makes it different from one of the most economic problems here. Um, Childcare is not a lucrative business. Unlike so many other industries, demand is simply not enough to spark the creation of new businesses. That's how broken the market is, and without a significant refiguration of funding sources, it's not going to change. So. They're not making money, but they have to charge right. a lot to people who can't necessarily afford a whole lot. So it's problematic on both sides. I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know we were going to talk about until 90 seconds before this, but there was something in here <laughs> that was a good fix, and I'll just leave it with, I think, like some type of government stipend. Um, because this is really an, a relatively new problem over the last 40 years. Before, it was usually mom that stayed home and watched the kids. And like you talked about, slightly, I guess, Paired with that, grandparents. But now both of those options for many people are off the table, and it's like Amanda has Amanda's crying like multiple times a day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my heart goes out to her because I, I can't even imagine. I mean, that's like a whole other, that's a whole other situation. Like you can't just call up a neighbor. I mean, you really you have to be have a, a special care ability to to handle that, but. Yeah, it's it's hard, and I I feel for her. Let me read this real fast. See if there's any. Um, I would help Amanda kind of like I did a couple of years ago with Lindsay and my my BFF Cohen, where all <laughs> all summer I usually got him like a day, but um I can't 
change uh, Pierce's diaper, and he is averse to dogs. And I'm working now, but I can't even help out a little bit. Like she said, I think she threw out, like, if I could help, I'd have to go watch him at her office while she saw clients. So um, I've always known this was a big problem, but seeing it firsthand now and watching it cry, um, I I empathize. It's, it's a huge problem. What are you going to So I guess in a way the pandemic has been good for you. Because the work situation has changed, so you can you're at home with her, and you can take her to work. So there's some 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 latitude that there wasn't like two years ago. Yeah, in a way, the pandemic has been very helpful because um, it's at least saved us a lot of money. Uh, we do have someone who right now just watches her one day a week, but once I go back full time, we'll have her at least three days a week. Um, I think my mom can watch her like one day a week, maybe two, depending on her work schedule. But um, so we did find somebody through um, acquaintances that she watched their kids. Um, But yeah, I mean, I like I said, I only go into the office or have to go into the office two days a week. Um, So the other three days I have her at home with me. And it's it's difficult because I'm trying to tend to a almost seventh month old and get my work done at the same time. But the nice thing is that I'm not paying for childcare. Like I'm I'm making my regular amount as well as being able to stay home and not having to, to pay for childcare. So it's it's saving us money right now. Um, so yeah, I mean. <laughs> There have definitely been parts of the pandemic and and having a kid through this whole this whole situation that have been really helpful. Um, so I've I've tried to keep that in perspective when thinking about how well the last year sucked. And I'm like, well, it wasn't that bad because there are parts of it that are really working out for me. Five hundred seventy-five thousand Americans have died. Almost your dad. So hey, yep. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. <laughs> no, I know it's like. Ma- Magic Mike seems fully healed, and he's probably slamming down that fireball I keep giving him, right? Yep. He is. Um, he's loving it. A couple other things. We didn't talk about it yesterday, um, but my response to those BG uh, BG kids getting charged is good. Um, I don't think... Yeah. Uh, I think some of them are it's first-degree manslaughter. Like, there's no murder, but there's definitely accountability and culpability. One of those kids who I think goes back to Delaware, Delaware Ohio, where Stonefolt is from, more than the other kids. And it looks like... You know, I, when I was scanning through the article, because it's all a lot of, like, legal stuff, first-degree mm-hmm. that, felony this, I think the most I saw was, like, 11 years. And I'm sure that the prosecutors have overcharged, but... Look, it wasn't murder. It was careless. It was reckless. It was irresponsible. They are responsible for his death, maybe some more than others. And there is a, a slew of these kids, I think at least eight, maybe some other, with um, providing alcohol to minors. So there's charges across the board. So that made me happy. And I hope it brings some peace to the BG community, uh, Stone's friends, and certainly his family. And I am aware that these kids are probably not going to do a decade in jail, but some of them are probably going to do five years of hard time. And, you know, they should. They should. This is not like, you know, opening day over drinking. You force these kids to drink whatever that thing is of alcohol. Uh, Forget about hazing. Like, this is absurd. So I'm glad that they're going to probably have to do some time. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't care if they have to be an example. Like you, you just can't, it's, it's unacceptable. 
it's absolutely unacceptable. It's careless. And, you know, there's, there's no reason why, like, I, I keep talking about the fact that information is so readily available. You know that hazing is not okay. Like you're aware of, of how dangerous things are, the circumstances, and you still did it. So I just, I, I, I think they should be in huge trouble. From more than two people, I've been told that that fraternity has a, has a, a reputation of rape. I'm like, well, oh. they didn't they shut that. I think that fraternity yeah. is gone now. Yeah, but to have a like. Hey, they've got a reputation. They're they're kind of sleazeballs. Those guys, they got a reputation to be in drinkers. Those guys, they got a reputation to be in like uh like stuck-up jocks. Them, they're rapists. Like the fact that that can that 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 can elevate to a reputation of something right. is, is abhorrent. And um, that's why I I think like there was a a call for we've got to have hazing laws. What do you mean hazing? You don't need hazing laws. This is manslaughter. These are like other crimes under the criminal code. You don't need to worry about any kind of hazing things. Right, so right. I'm, gl- I'm glad they, you know, figuratively speaking, and I guess literally threw the book at these kids and that some people can have some peace and we can move on. And it is kind of nice. I don't know if this will be um, a paradigm shift, but it's nice to see. And, and this was a national story. Um, certain places I saw it pop up on on various national websites, so not just here. But I'm hoping that this is this is a shift um, with accountability for police officers with what we saw last week, and for how college campuses um, handle accountability when it comes to this stuff and also the sexual assault culture. Like you're not going to get away with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Last, I know thing. it's like a, it's a whole other story when it's in athletics because I think that adds another layer of issues that we have to break through but um but yeah hopefully and and you're we know now like this is the generation that yells at the like this is gen z you're the ones that yell at the ut professor rightly so you're like you're the ones that call us out because we're not being as aware as we need to be but you're doing this like like you just said you have so much information you know what like when it comes to like sports or i'm sure there's I mentioned a bullying thing to you a couple weeks ago. Like, you know the line of bullying between teasing, which is which can be a form of creating camaraderie. Like, kids know the line. Yep. Especially, especially college kids. Like, yes, you're, we can call them college kids, but you're, a, you're adults. You're, you're mini adults. You know better. You are making choices now that are affecting the rest of your life, and you need to make better ones. Like, if I... I don't want to demean someone's humanity by any means or insult others, but I would tie somebody to a goalpost. And you know what? I I wouldn't tell them, but I would leave their phone there. And you know what they could do? They could say, hey, Siri, you know, like when there's good fun, when maybe there's, again, there's camaraderie to be gained, but these kids know where the line is for all of these things. Um, Last thing, and probably not the greatest segue, but... Uh, after like over drinking with the Stone Vault situation, but I'm the only person that isn't happy because I've never been and I don't plan to go. Um, I'm the only person not happy. The gaff is back. Oh, it's, oh, I did see that. It's not. It's not until August though. So like, right. I feel like they they hopefully were safe. Oh yeah, I'm not even worried about that. I wouldn't go if like if if you could tell me that I could not 
be infected with anything there whatsoever, like not even a sneeze or a headache, I still wouldn't go because I just heard too many things that aren't in my wheelhouse. Like, have you never, you've never been? I have never been. Scores of drunk people. I know the police have to patrol it like more than other things because there's fights. If it rains, it's muddy. It's everything that I stand against in my social life. Or not stand against. Everything I don't want to do in my social life. Yeah. I've I've walked. I think I've been in attendance in some form two or three times. Um, but nothing about it is really enjoyable for me. I don't like beer. I... I'm okay with the food, but it's not like my go-to. So there's there's nothing about it really captures captures me either. Um, let me do a quick traffic report, and we'll wrap up with a couple of things, okay? Okay. Still looking at an accident with an injury. Reynolds Road at Heather Downs Boulevard. Also, we've got a vehicle on fire. A garbage truck, it looks like. Washington near door. Avoid both of those areas if you can. That's your Cumulus Toledo Friday afternoon. Right now, traffic. Glad I'm not trying to come home. <laughs> Where are you? Well, I'm at home, but door in uh, oh. Washington is like right how I get home. Um, how did the garbage truck catch on fire? Somebody throws a firecracker into it or something. Jeez. Um, I saw somebody, a wannabe influencer. Like there's okay. nothing, there's nothing worse than an influencer except a wannabe influencer, um, and this is an adult too. They posted something about uh, something called Onyx Cafe. I'm like. I saw that it's on Broadway, 27 Broadway. I'm like, oh, okay. Where's this at? It's in the Oliver House. So I guess they've changed that little cafe they have for the bazillion time into into a coffee spot, which is nice. So, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Um, what do you, you don't do coffee? Well, you would you would still get some drinks though, like non-caffeinated things, right? Oh yeah, I I get um like decaf americanos and. All kinds of stuff. Because they have, there is a, such a thing as decaf espresso. It right. sounds completely counterintuitive, but it does exist. My Panera closed, um, and I was told it's just it could be day by day, which I'm, I'm not going to drive there every day and see that they're closed. But they're, they they have an employee thing, so the indoor dining is closed, which means I might have to stop my $9 a month unlimited coffee. Wait, um, which one? Which one do you go to? On, on airport. Really? Yep. Like they're closed all the time or just certain hours? All the time. Wow, really? Yeah. Disappointing too. Um, That's nuts. I know they've been trying to hire for a while and I guess they just hit a point. You know, to go back to what we were talking about earlier, here's another thing. And I don't, look, I think like every generation is, is the same. Like people in their 20s now did the same things for the most part when we were in our 20s. And then... People in the 60s when they're in their 20s. Like, all the behavior is just generational. It's the same thing. But it does seem like there's a lot more no-call, no-show attitude in today's young workers. Like, now maybe my parents, I think my parents raised a pretty good kid. But, and I did some things when I was that age, but it wasn't part of my DNA. But it seems like there's a lot of no-call, no-show attitude in today's young workers. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't understand it. I mean, all I can figure is that if they can't text their boss that they're not coming in, they're not going to do it because they are terrified of picking up a telephone. Right. To call somebody. Um, and I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. Like, it's clearly, it's not just, oh, I don't feel like going to work or maybe if you have an issue, still not telling them or not showing up. Like, that's not just affecting you. That's affecting everyone else at work. I don't know. It seems like, and I, I'm just surmising, and, and you're closer to, to this person than I am because of what you do at TSA. It seems like it's not so much that I'm having a bad day. It's more like they've had some kind of life-changing epiphany and that that's not for them. Or, you know, I'm not going today because I think my influencer and TikTok career is about to take off today in, in, <laughs> instead of me going to Panera. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Last thing, I was thinking about this last night. Um, how has how have your spending habits changed over the last fourteen months? Um, I don't know that they've changed that much. I mean, I definitely. I buy more I diapers. I, I buy more diapers, and I um, constantly buy things on Amazon for an infant. But uh, they haven't they haven't changed too much. I think maybe that's attributed to the fact that we both still have our jobs and I, we didn't have like any kind of crazy financial change over the last year. But, um, I mean, I definitely, I feel like I've traded, traded off things. Like I don't buy as much makeup because I just try to win it. (laughs) Yeah. I try to win it. No. Um, like I'm not buying makeup cause I'm not wearing it, but I'm spending it on baby stuff. Or, you know, I'm not eating out at lunch because I'm not going to work every day, but I'm buying baby stuff or I'm buying baby food and baby formula. So I feel like the the spending amount is the same, but what I'm spending it on is a little bit different, I guess. Yeah. I get that. I guess you're the, you're the wrong person to ask this for all the reasons <laughs> you just mentioned. But um, do you have, you know, Mother's Day plans? Do you have weekend plans? I don't. I really don't. It's kind of nice not. Sometimes I like not having to do anything on the weekends, but other times like it gets boring. Um, I'm just waiting. I need the weather to get nicer. Like now it's kind of stuck in this limbo of like, 50s 60s where it's not really warm enough for me to enjoy being outside and it's rainy a lot and cloudy a lot or windy like I just want my like 75 to 80 degrees sunlight so I can just plan on being outside all weekend like right now it's just like eh, I don't know if I can do outdoor activities because it's not quite warm enough I don't like yeah. when it's in limbo. I'm the same. I'm the same. Like, and I can do this for a certain period of time, and this is beyond that period of time. Like, I'm thankful when it's yeah. I'm thankful when it's 47 in mid March and not snowing. But when it lingers, and I know that we've had a couple of years since I've lived here where like it's been like this into May, and that's that's unac- and I mean late May, like Memorial Day. That's unacceptable to me. But there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, it it is what it is. I mean, at least the sun is out right now, but it's only you know what, 55 or something like that? Maybe 60? It's a little chilly. A little chilly. Making the uh, nips a little hard. Um, Maddie has been chattery the whole time. But quiet. Yeah? Yeah, in the distance, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. She, I, I am in the bedroom. She is in the living room. So I was trying to distance myself so at least you couldn't really hear it. Well, have a good rest of your Friday. I will watch out for a text with some instructions for next Saturday for Josh's birthday party, okay? Well, great. Do you want me to make my weenies? I The weenies went over well, so yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bring the weenies. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye.